Amazing. I think you should do this to yours. No, (laughs) no way, man. It is not happening. I think it looks ridiculous. It's time for Loud Pipes, the podcast centered around motorcycles, the motorcycle experience, and other automotive diversions. Recording from RDub Studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, or wherever sufficient bandwidth can be located. Here's Rich Warfield and Rico Hogan. Don't forget Johnny John. Loud Pipes, episode 59. We are barber bound. We are just one week away from heading to the Vintage Fest at Barber Motorsports Park. We cannot wait to get there. We've got a couple of topics tonight we're going to cover. John's been to the Capital City Bike Fest. We've got a news, the news article or two to kick around, and we're going to do some a little feedback this evening. We'll talk about um, some various people that have written to us and left, uh, left some good thoughts in the last couple of weeks. And we've got a fairly substantial U-turn segment for everyone. So he's got his hands full of chicken wings and probably something fermented or distilled. Mr. Hogan, what's happening? What's up, my peoples? What's up? Chicken wang, chicken wang. That's right, baby. <laughs> chicken wangs and things. We got it all. We got it all. And some fries with that. Some hot sauce and everything on the side. Well, I, I'd have to ask. Chicken and waffles? You a fan? Yes. Are you kidding me? When I go to Atlanta, that's the first place I stop. There's a uh, chicken and waffle house. And uh, where is that spot? Uh, forgive me. I can't na- remember the name of the spot. But it's a famous spot with Aretha Franklin. Uh, I think it's called Aretha Franklin's uh, uh, Chicken Wings and Waffles. Uh, but that's the spot to go to when you want that in Atlanta. Making my mouth water. Man, is it ever good. This is not a chill spot, too. Got all her pictures and everything on the wall. Nice. It's a pimp, it's a pimp spot, for real. I got to take you guys through there. You got a beverage, my man? I sure do, my friend. I sure do. I'm drinking a Keller. A Keller. Oh, yeah, right? Explain. I, say. I, I saw this beer uh, at the uh, local uh, little market and uh, picked it up because they had all these little uh, gold awards and uh, bronze awards and three stars, four stars, blah, blah, blah. So I had to pick it up. So London gave this thing for 2010 Best Strong uh, Lager. Nice. Uh, and, and a gold medal. And uh, Chicago gave it uh, a gold medal in 2012 and 13. Brussels gave it two stars in 2012 and 13. I can't read the name here. Guam? Uh, somebody gave it 2011 and 12 gave it a star. So, you know, it had all these little... Escalade, so I had to try it out. So it's a it's between a a mild IPA and a um, Pilsner is how I can describe it. But it's pretty good. I'm enjoying it right now. Mm. Well, if you can manage some of that in your luggage, just saying. I hear you, my pimpin. I hear you. (laughs) Wow, I'm hungry and exhausted. So let's head over to Mister Miracle. How you doing, buddy? Doing well. And since you're talking about food. Oh, geez. Come on. I'm, I'm already salivating. Krispy Kreme or Dunkin' Donuts? Uh, I think, Rico, I Ooh. think because he's asking that, we should just hang up the call. 
<laughs> we can't we can't do that. We gotta ask answer the man's question though. But for real. Well no, it's it's one of those things. We, I mean we kinda had a off topic. It came out from uh we chat about this in pre show and, and one of those things that uh the wife listened to a podcast and they were debating about which one was a better donut. And mm. and and I know what we have all said and so Yeah. Uh, yeah. And since you yeah. brought so, the since you brought up the food stop topic, I figured I'd throw it out there right now. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So are we talking strictly donuts? Are we talking coffee and donuts? Are we talking the breakfast sandwiches? You know, as I sit here and think about it, if I go to Dunkin' Donuts with a name, it's Donuts. <laughs> you know, it's a donut shop. Right. So right. let's go purely with donuts. It's donuts. All right. Uh-oh. Purely donuts. Krispy Kreme, hands down. Hands down. For real. Glazed, yeah. hot off Reason. the press. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. You can't That's get a no- Dunkin' Donut hot off the press. And if there's no hot ones, then I go for my second favorite, which is the glazed raspberry filled. Oh, why you do that to me, Rich? Mm. Oh. I just I got a sore spot, sore spot. I got a soft spot for those things. Oh, they're so good, <laughs> so good. <laughs> and kind of how this comes out is after the uh, Capital City Bike Fest that I went to. I stopped since there's a downtown. Krispy Kremes in downtown Raleigh. I went there and had two glazed donuts. Oh, man. They weren't fresh off the press, but they're pretty darn good. Now, I think Rico would agree with me. If we're talking coffee, it's probably neither place. <laughs> it's probably somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, we got to go somewhere else for coffee. We grabbed a donut, stop at someplace else for yeah. coffee. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, so I thought we'd throw that out there since we're talking food topics and everything else. Oh, you didn't answer it. Krispy Kreme for you? Oh, yes. Okay, so it's unanimous. Oh, yes. Krispy Kreme. Now, if I'm hungry, though, I will go to Dunkin' Donuts, like you said. Breakfast sandwich, bacon, egg, and cheese on a bagel every time. Yeah, and, and I guess the, the how they, the podcast you listen to, they, they voted for Dunkin' Donuts, saying Dunkin' Donuts was a better place. And and the reason they said was because of the breakfast sandwiches and what they have to offer. Yeah. But, but, and they said, oh, you can get Dunkin' Donuts in, in more locations. And I'm like, all right, that's true, but you can get Krispy Kremes down here in the grocery store, the gas stations. No, that's not, true. That's yeah. fresh. That's true, yeah. As going to the place, but they are right there. And do you remember the name of the show so we can give them attribution? I don't remember the name. Oh, well, if you get it from Natalie, we'll put it in the show notes. Okay, we can do that. Cool. All right, well, I'm hungry, and I am drinking. Oh, John, are you drinking a beer? I forgot to ask. No, I'm not drinking a beer tonight. Want, want. Two weeks in a row. What? You okay, buddy? You all right? Yeah. Cool. yeah. Just, just, just trying to get hydrated for this big trip coming up. It's a week away, my friend. <laughs> Less than a week, my friend. Less than a week. You know, guys, <laughs> at a week right? time now, we will be in Barber or in Birmingham. Right. Mm. Sorry, I, I'm chewing on some wings right now, but man, he's, John's going through some kind of dry spell or something. Yeah, we're trying. We need to go cheer him up or something. Take him a six pack. Ooh, I'm right. waiting for some of that copper. You know where to get it, baby. You know where to get it. Oh yeah, I have to come to Charlotte to get it. Speaking of, I got to go get more because I started uh, dipping into the trip stash. So we have to get some more copper. <laughs> didn't? No, you didn't. Just a All little right, so bit. Richie, what you got, my friend? Yeah, moving along. I am drinking the Oktoberfest from Sierra Nevada again, and this is the one. 
I think I had it either last week or the week before. This is the one done in collaboration with uh, Mars Brow. Again, if I'm saying not saying that right, I apologize. But it's a good one. This is a, a really nice, a nice beer to get you in the in the mood for fall. And and John has some good news, Rico. He says it's now going to be about eighty on Saturday at Barber. So we oh, are excited. That is awesome. That is so awesome. Current forecast is about eighty degrees high in the. About 57 in the morning. Mm, I'll drink to that. So, hopefully... One second. Rico, Rich left us. Sorry, John, you were saying? Yeah, I just got on a bike and rolled out. (laughs) Bye! See you in Birmingham! Hey, hey, John, hold on. John, hold on. Yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. (laughs) Wait, wait for me. I heard beer. (laughs) Oh, jeez. I knew that would bring him back. I knew that would bring him back. (laughs) Every time you get me with the can. Nice job, Rico. Oh. John, did you do anything over the weekend? Yeah, man. I went down to uh, downtown Raleigh. They have a uh, the local Harley dealership, Ray Price dealership, has a uh, has a Capital City Bike Fest. It was the 12th annual one. So it's kind of cool that Barber, they started the same time Barber did. That's kind of how I remember the, the dates. So it was, it was pretty sweet. It was uh, um, they close off they close off about eight blocks of uh, downtown Raleigh and line it with Motorcycles can park in the middle of the street, no. or on the side of the streets, and have vendors and on the side of the streets, you know, down the middle, and have um, some um, concerts going on. But there's three stages, so yeah. Now that bike parking does that give it like the the main street Sturgis feel, where they're parked in the center and then down the sides, so you kind of got two lanes coming through. They did At, when I I didn't stay very long. I mean, I was. I was ready. I don't know. I've seen everything, so I was kind of like ready to go. And they started to fill up, and then they were going down the middle where we were at. So, did you ride Spidey Silk down there? I sure did, man. Nice. And, and going and going down that lane and that middle lane was pretty nerve wracking. I was gonna say, did you get stoned out of there? No, or everyone behaved. No, everyone behaved. <laughs> there were some other sparters down there, and then that from, uh, as I walked by and I saw there were some other sparters down there, so it was pretty cool. Yeah, you sent us a custom one too, so we'll get to those here in a little bit. Oh yeah, some cool photos that we sent. We'll we'll put some of that stuff up on the up on the uh, Facebook or the website. Yeah, and uh, they also had in in the convention center they had a bike show. Yeah, I totally missed that because we talked about this show before, and I was sort of under the impression it was just on Main Street or kind of like um if you've ever been to the speed street activities here in charlotte i was kind of expecting that but you said they had a big indoor bike show too yeah it was it, uh, not as big as uh easy rider but i mean it was pretty big a lot of a lot of cool bikes a lot of um vintage bikes there's some vintage bikes that there was um some uh there was like and then they had some uh the trend i'm seeing from last time we went to easy rider is i see more custom trikes mm. Yeah, I, I've seen quite a few of those, which was kind of interesting. Now, did you get a sense that the big wheel bagger trend is still the hottest craze, or is that tapering a little bit, or could you tell? 
I, I think it's maybe tapering, but what I'm thinking. Oh, thank I'm, God. <laughs> what oh, sorry, I'm think, did I say that out loud? <laughs> what I think I'm seeing, starting to see is more vintage stuff. Mm-hmm. Some of the old vintage bikes and so I think that's what I kind of saw a lot of more than I think I saw easy rider. Yeah. You said wow. a, a nice collection of, of bikes. And the, the, the thing that was interesting was the variety. It wasn't an all Harley show. It wasn't an all, um, big wheel bagger show. There was a nice variety of bikes that at least the ones that you captured pictures of. Right. There was, um, and there's even, um, from Randak shack, if that Yamaha or not Yamaha, the Honda down there. There's a ah, that's that's Randall's the Yamaha. Yeah. No, yeah, that's we'll, no, it's just Honda or Honda. Yeah, the one that the, the one outside, out. the one that you sent me outside. No, there's one inside or on the thing. Um, if you want the number, it's uh, uh, one zero one eight five two is the photo ending in. Okay, yeah, we'll put all these in the show notes. But uh, we've talked about taking an older GL 1000 and making a custom bike. So this one that's parked outside on the street and matte black is really nice. So we'll have a picture of that in the show notes. And what is the other number? I, I got to go look at this thing now. So at the end it's one zero one eight five two. Go ahead. You, you know what I see in, in this slew of images John has here? Is this Can Am Spider with this stretch <laughs> swing arm on it? That God. thing looks amazing. I think amazing. you should do this to yours. <laughs> no, <laughs> no way, man! It is not happening. So I don't remember what that was at. I was walking around, and that's an older, it's a pre twenty twelve uh, Spider um, RSS or an RS model, and they taken the swing arm, extended it, and put a wire tire on the back. And if you really look deep at it, it has coming from the engine to a sprocket. And then there's another chain to run the back tire. So, I mean, it's double, you know, it's so long they have to have two chains. Nice. And I'm just yeah, like, I see that now. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, no, thanks. I think it looks oh, ridiculous. It does. It does. That's what makes it so funny. No, yeah. no, it's uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, now, Rico, you had to be happy, happy or pleased. I'm not sure which word to use there, but um, excited. You had to be excited <laughs> to see the Indian yes. customs. Oh, did you yeah. See, did you see the I two saw, Indians? I saw them, yeah. And, it, you know, it's nice to see that uh, uh, Indian is stepping up their game in this category. Not Indian, but uh, the custom guys are, you know, stepping it up for Indians mm-hmm. uh, and representing them. Pretty, pretty, pretty well because I'm a, I'm liking what they're doing with these guys. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. pretty neat to see those. Yeah, yeah, Which it, one you like yeah. The, uh, the red one or the white one? I like both actually, but the 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 white one is, is speaking to me because I got a shirt that matches that one. <laughs> now, since it's audio, can you describe the bike just a little bit? <laughs> You want me to do it, or do you want John to do it? Well, you look at looking at the pictures. It's a uh, pretty much an all white bike, and look, it looks like it's matted almost, or like a pearl matte color, and it has um, uh, Indian and red, and it got some a uh, crate uh, Dirty Birds exhaust on it. 
It's got the um what do you call that long elongated uh uh rear end on it? Is that a special name for that? Yeah, I think they're just extended bags. I forget. Extended bags, yeah. but they look that looks pretty sweet. I like that. And they got the chop they 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 expose the uh brake caliber and everything on this particular because the wheel is so big, but it looks pretty sweet. And they got the single uh rotor on the one side. It it looks pretty sweet. The short windshield. Well, and a reasonable fender. Yeah. So you can see some of that wheel. (laughs) Right, right. So there's a lot going on with it. It looks pretty sweet. Like I said, I got a shirt that matches, so it'll be perfect. Nice. (laughs) And and just for the record, brown seat. It's got a tan seat. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) You nailed it. Nailed it. Just let you know, it's it's a 2015 Indian Chief. So what they used it as because I zoomed in on the I took a picture of the um, board in front of it and it's out of uh, it's Dina Rhodes, chief or chieftain? It just says chief. chief. Mm. It's a chieftain, and they're out of Newburgh, bull- Indiana. And did you see the front of it underneath the front of the motor? It looks like a little radiator, but there's just like a little white grill on the front. That's pretty sweet. You don't see that every day. Yeah, it was it was pretty sweet looking at it. Yeah, if the photographer got a picture of the front of this, I'd like to see what that fairing looks like. But it's, to me, the fairing on this is too low. And when you guys see the pictures, you'll know what I'm talking about because the the fairing looks like it was just slammed down on the front fender. But doesn't, yeah. that, doesn't that look odd to you a little bit, Rico? Like it just, like it, maybe it should have been cut off at the bottom, like under the headlight and not, n- not be slammed down on the fender like that. I guess it's one of those things you guys see it in person, but there were other Indian motorcycles there. Looks like there was a, a Springfield there uh, with a with a little steeper rake, black that older. I gotta get to Big, that one. Well, it's 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 a black and uh, orange and silver one. Looks pretty sweet too. Scrolling, scrolling. Oh, went by that knucklehead again. Mm-hmm. Mm. I I don't know about you guys, but. I don't know if it's watching Harley and the Davidsons or the new Sacred Steel or just all the the custom chat we've had with with Zion and the guys in our you know our private uh, social network there. But man, I'm really digging an old knucklehead. I'm like, oh, I got to get one of those. Just just get the motor, build it up, and then figure out what I'm going to do with it. Really, Jones and Ford. You you want to kickstart your bike? Oh yeah! Oh heck yeah! Yeah, right. yeah, absolutely. I can see, I can see you now. Hold on, guys, I'll get a start here. Hold on, in a hold on. <laughs> no, I'll just always park it on a hill. I'll just bump start it. <laughs> <laughs> gotta do it in second gear. I gotta do it in second gear. No, they make it in starters. Just saying. Yeah. All right. So you like this black and red Indian? Yeah, it's you feeling you know, that it's one? different. It's, it's different, you know. Yeah, paint, I like anything that's different. Paint looks nice on there. The The thing that I do like on this is uh, maybe it's playing tricks with my eyes, but the front wheel looks reasonable. It doesn't look overdone on this bike. And it, it may be just a mind trick, but... I think it's the spokes. Could be, yeah. Real thin spokes on this. Yeah. I think it's, yeah. But it is massive. It says it's a 2016 Indian Dark Horse. Is it? What it start, started life as. Yeah, it's a 30-inch front wheel. Wow, it doesn't look that big. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say, it takes up that whole front end of that bike. 
pretty well, I might add. You see the skull on the side? This is pretty sweet. It's got the tribal orange yeah. uh, uh, tattoos on it, I guess you can call it, with the skulls and everything, which is pretty sweet. Custom seat. Uh, they, they, I would rock this. Looks like they have uh, a slight eight-hanger effect on those handlebars. What do you think? Yeah, they're raised up a good bit. Maybe, I don't know, they might be, what, 10-inch bars? Not great, not crazy high, but looks good. You know, you know what I got to do? I got to hear what these uh, Dirty Bird uh, exhaust pipes sound like because it looks like everybody's putting them on their bike, right? Yeah, loud, I'm sure. <laughs> There's not even any right? room for a baffle on that thing. Look how short it is. I know. That's, that's got to be awesome. Kind of the cool thing with that. Bl- Go ahead, John. The kind of neat thing with that black one I like is how the engine's all blacked out and they put the letters in red. Yeah, on the engine that that looks you know pretty yeah, sweet. That, that is sweet, brother. And, and then as well as you know they had um some other cool events going on. They even had uh, a builder's bike show. They had while you're there, they had a builder's bike uh, build off going on at the same well, time. Wow, so what, a, what were they working they, on? You remember? I, I I didn't see it. That's the I missed that part. I guess I just missed okay. where they were doing it. But they were doing a live bike build. They had like a. They also had a, a live um, stereo. They did a live stereo build, and they even had tattoo competitions going on and a pinup contest. So I mean, there was a lot to do. So, nice. So that's a good that's a good topic, John. What's your what was your general vibe of the show? Because each each bike show, you know, whether it's something like you know Myrtle Beach or Daytona or Sturgis Bike Week, or something like Easy Riders, or or even just your general bike night, like what what was the vibe there? What would you say it was? You know, kind of like the personality of the people attending. Everybody was pretty cool. I mean, I talked to some of the vendors, and they're pretty awesome. People were. I kind of got there early. That was kind of made my fault because I got there really early. But yeah, that was good because it wasn't as packed. Yeah. So I got to you know look around, not be in people's way, and and look at it. I think it was a little more. Um, so compared to like the Easy Rider show, in terms, I don't of think crowd. it was it was as busy as Easy Rider. Okay. But also, I think that it wasn't all in the convention center. There was stuff on the street, so you had people out on the street, and also. Uh, the dealership is only about two miles from here, so they had stuff down to the dealership as well. Oh, nice! Oh, that's so, a good event then. That's a good place to have it. So, and it's a it's a two day event. There's um, and it's all open. It's free to the public, and they even have um rides for you to go on. You can sign up for. They have a Patriot ride, so you can do a ride with a group. Oh, that's cool. Right, and I think even a distinguished gentleman showed up hmm. uh, someplace. I saw on the Facebook page where they showed up. It was the same day, right? That Sunday? Yep, that Sunday, yep. So you were there Sunday or Saturday? Saturday, Saturday. morning. Yep. So Very nice. Yeah, it, was, it started getting busy and everything. I mean, it was, it was a cool event. And I'll, and I'll go back next year, and, and hopefully I can get one of my cohorts to come up here and go with me. Yeah, I think we can work that into the schedule. So I'm going to go back to this 46 knucklehead again. This, the style of this bike is, is what I like too. The Springer front end, the big front wheel, or sorry, chunky front wheel. 
on any other bike, I don't really like that chunky front wheel, but on this 46, it works. I'm sorry, Rico, I think I cut you off there. No, I was just trying to get the number of the one you're looking at. Uh, I don't know if it has a number. Is it, is it the black one, Rich? It's number 47, entry number, if you're looking at the photos. Is it the black? Yeah, it's black, 46, dunk. Got it, yeah. Ooh, Pogo ooh. seat. Isn't that just a cool-looking yeah. machine, though? Yes. I mean, foot clutch, tank shift. Completely different ride than what we have today in terms of the controls. Yeah, I wonder what... Yeah, I wonder what that that ultimately feels like um, riding those older vintage bikes. So maybe we can talk somebody into letting us ride their bike. Yeah. Or I actually, know, Rich, I might know somebody that maybe let you take one. I know. Actually, is that a foot clutch or is that more of a? That might do something else. I don't remember in this year if that's actually a clutch or not. It's definitely tank shifted. So yeah, that would have to be the clutch. Yeah. You're out of hands at that point. <laughs> if you're reaching down with your hand to shift on the tank, you can't necessarily pull the lever in. That is that is true, yeah. Very awesome Cool bike, bike though. Cool bike, and, so. and just so you guys know, on this, uh, we can throw up the teal, or the, this, uh, yeah, teal bike that has the feathers on it. That is not an Indian. That's a Honda Shadow. Yeah, I looked at that because the engine looked a little too smooth to be push rod and then as i look closer i was like ah okay yeah it's a shadow ace so very interesting bike i first thought it was indian because of the i can't think of what they're called <laughs> it's a nice iron head sportster too did you see that one rico red tins yes that's pretty nice look it is nice and then right next to it entry number three i believe it is a really nice looking custom goozy that looks neat, all cafe racer style. Yeah, that's a seventy. Looks like seventy-five. Yeah, seventy-five Moto Guzzi eight fifty T. That looks cool. That's a neat bike. And I thought that BMW kind of looked cool. Let's see, what year was that one? BMW, I'm not sure. I didn't get the front of that one. That was kind of like stuck off on the side. Well, this is probably riveting radio listening to us look at bikes. So which one was your favorite, John? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I kind of really, I kind of like the interesting one was the, one of the trikes, either the red trike that looked like, you know, chopped down low. Okay. It's a, it's a Harley trike or the green one with a long rake front end on it. Those trikes were pretty cool. Or... Or as I'll go with you, Rich, and that's how it's sad, is the uh, that black Harley vintage. Uh, the 46 or 47 panhead? Yeah. Yeah. That's a neat bike. Yeah, that is a neat bike. I, I could see myself with something like that someday. Right. For sure. But this is just some of the pictures. I didn't get all the bikes. You know, there's more there. And we can put a link up to, their, up to the Facebook page so people can check out even more of what other people took. Yeah, that's cool. Well, thanks for going, John. That's pretty neat. Yeah, no problem. Threw that off the... Had nothing else going on, so... All right. Rico, does you have a favorite before we move on? Well, of course it was one of the Indians, but there were... (laughs) There's a a purple chopper there with the the exhaust pipe sticking up next to, looks like, the passenger's ears. 
That yeah. thing looks like it'll be a riot. <laughs> mm. Holy cow. And loud. And loud, yes. Looks like a panhead kickstart spring front end. Why not, right? Why not? Yeah, that'll be my favorite right now. Because, you know, I just want to ride it. So, Rich, which one would you like? Well, I think I've already said it. I think that that 46 uh, panhead is is speaking to me in style. You know, I like it black, just like that. I like that style of the bike. I think kind of my favorite around that time frame is the, I think it's called the WLA, sort of the military version that would have the, the rifle mount on the front. That's kind of my absolute favorite if I'm getting, you know, getting a vintage Charlie, but I, I like this one from the show. But I think the other one I'm I'm kind of digging is that matte black uh, GL1000, like picture number one that you have in your in your list here, John. Yeah, that one was out on the street. In fact, it was for sale. Just a clean looking bike. You got that monstrous uh, six cylinder engine there, and not much of a a tail on it. The fender's pretty much bobbed off. There's no front fender at all. And I've been looking over the bike. I don't see any turn signals. There might be some tiny ones somewhere, but it is the most minimal, uh, like GL one thousand I've seen. So that's that's pretty cool. I think that's neat. So those are mine. Cool. All right, awesome. All right, shall we move on a little bit? Yeah, let's let's move on down the road. Um, let's see. We want to talk about what could have been or flat track racing. What's yeah? Let's talk about flat track. Flat track racing. Well, interesting that the AMA Pro, I think it's called AMA Flat Track Pro, the series just ended over this last weekend, and it was won by a rider on a Harley-Davidson by some, something over 10 seconds, which was pretty neat. Uh, but the winner was riding uh, Kawasaki. Or sorry, not the winner. The championship Whoa. winner for the year <laughs> was riding a Kawasaki, so... What? All this Harley and uh, Indian talk, and Kawasaki walks away with the championship. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't didn't know they were in the um, flat track racing. They sure are, and I believe Ducati as well. I think that's the four. Indian will join them, or join them for this race, but they will also join next year. Really? I heard Indian's got some new riders. Well, that's that's the interesting part. So, the winner of the race... Um, was Brad Baker, and as I understand it, I don't have all the details, but I believe he's been riding with with Harley for some time, and of course he won uh, won the the last race here. But Indian has announced their 2017 Wrecking Crew team members, which is Brian Smith, who's just won the championship for this year, uh, Jared Meese, and Brad Baker, the winner of the last race. So they've got the winner of the last race. The championship winner, um, and and Jared Meese, who has a, a long resume, which I won't read um, for the sake of time, but it looks like uh, Rico. It looks like Indian is coming full force for flat track, flat flat track racing glory. Do you think? I mean, <laughs> yeah. they they got all three slots pegged with somebody that can get there, right? Talk about stacking the deck. I know, right? Holy cow, that's awesome. I guess uh, Harley needs to step up their game in that area a little bit. What do you think? That's interesting, and we've talked about this offline. We're, we're going to get someone on the show to go over flat track racing properly with us, something right. that we're working on. And I just, uh, the only thing that came to mind was money. 
Indian or Polaris must have put up uh, just a where, a wheelbarrow full of money. Oh my goodness! To right? get this guys from Harley. Oh, I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. Or maybe the, maybe the Harley bikes just wasn't doing it for him no more. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I'm just messing with you there. <laughs> well, m- most of the Harley racing this year, and it, I'm, I'm treading a little bit out of my my domain here. So, the, right from what I understand, Harley for the most part is still racing the XR750. They've not fully like launched the new bike that they announced this year. And I know it's been on the track, but from what I understand, that's that's not what's been winning the races so far. So it might still be in development just a little bit. All right. Well, I'm sure there'll be uh, part of the show eventually. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. And the new Indian Scout, it's called the FTR 750. Um, nice. I think they nice. finished. I'll have to look it up. It was either 6th or 10th in the race. I got to go look it up. But we'll, we'll put links to that in the show notes. Like I said, I'm... I don't follow flat track racing that closely. I want to. That That's probably something we're going to do more for uh, next season when it starts up again in 2017. But it's yeah. it's just interesting. It's good times, I think, to see Indian and Harley sort of... Duking it out again, yeah. Yeah, reigniting that old rivalry. And and that, <laughs> as what happened this year, they, they can't take their eye off the rest of the competition because, you know, Harley or Indian didn't, didn't win the championship, so... Right. As much as we like to follow the rivalry, you got to watch the rest of the field too. So you're asking where the uh, Indian Scout FTR 750 finished in the race, Rich? Yes, it was seventh. Okay, and they had a couple of them, correct? Yes. So uh, seventh and I think only one. They only had the number three. Okay. So and that racer what was his name Cop, I believe. What's the uh, guy? Joe. Yep, Joe Cop. Joe K O P P. Who raced it? Cool. Yeah, thanks, John. Appreciate no problem, it. Man. So yeah, that's that's exciting to me. I I've been wanting to get into flat track racing for quite a while. I really wanted to go to the Charlotte half mile this year and and watch the racing here because of course you know AMA brings the top series here to town. Uh, it just didn't work out for me that weekend, but I think we're going to put a bigger emphasis on that for next year. So is that cool with you, Hogan? That's awesome because I you know just like you, it's out of my territory. But it looks like it'll be pretty cool to watch. For the same thing that I have to say about, we can talk about real quick about NASCAR racing, Rich. And, you know, back in the day, once a driver signed up with a team, they never left that team until they retire, right. pretty much, or something happened. And now today in racing, it's, you know, they jump ship. It's no loyalty anymore. So it could oh, be the same thing in, in, cool. in with these guys, so. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like corporate America now. <laughs> you will find a company and you stick with that company until you retire, but not anymore. Yeah, yeah, and and I, I think it looks like I misspoke on on Brad Baker. He's only twenty three, so I don't know how long he's been racing for Harley. Right, but you know, never know. Interesting. Yeah, these are young guys. He's twenty three. Brian Smith is thirty three. Uh, Jared is thirty. So interesting. Wow. Young guys. A young man sport. Yeah. The thing I really couldn't do is some of that, uh, what was it, extreme sports, the X-Factor motocross jumping and stuff like that. The x That looks like, yeah, I mean, wow. Can you imagine doing all those types of flips and 
coming off the bike and coming down, and oh, I couldn't imagine just ooh. fifty foot jumps. Yeah, no, oh, God, oh no, man, no way. Forget that. Mm-hmm. I I love to watch it and see it in action, but me doing it, no, thank you. Yeah, so that's neat. All right, what do you think? You guys want to move into the U-turn a little bit? Do a little U-turning. I won't forget my beer this time. John. Yes, sir. It's called a dual bending valve. Dual bending <laughs> valve? So, so in our last episode... Hey, 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 hey. You said it's a marketing name. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. It's not a marketing name. But in, in our last episode, of course, I got to ride uh, 2017 Ultra Limited from Harley-Davidson, and that has the new Milwaukee 8. And one of the changes they made to the touring bikes this year is this new dual bending valve in the front forks. And I just couldn't, for the life of me, come up with the name in the last show. And John couldn't find it, despite best efforts. So well, I was looking for a marketing name. <laughs> just yeah. Want- I just want to put that name was, Yeah, that wouldn't have came across my radar either, John. <laughs> I think I called it a dual reflex valve or something, so I think I was close. So, yeah, not not to banter the topic, but I just wanted to bring that that phrase back just so everyone could hear it since we spent some time trying to figure out what it was. So, explain to them, just in case they forgot in the last episode, what does this dual bending valve do for the suspension on that bike well i'll have to look up the exact details but from my understanding of it is the valve allows the forks the front forks to react very quickly to bumps in the road but the dual part of it is the the second part of the valve then works to push the tire right back down to the pavement so the idea is you get a smoother ride but you also get more control at the same time so the technical pieces of it, I don't know. I'd have to look it up. But that's that's the experience part of of what I gather from it. Huh. And did you experience any of this dual action, dual bending suspension work in action that you can identify during your test riding? Oh, yeah, man. As soon as I bent it into the first corner, mm, I could feel that thing. <laughs> it was just glued to the road. Liar! Liar! <laughs> No, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, the pace at the pace we were going and, you know, I don't think I have the feel to notice that kind of stuff anyway, but it felt just as buttoned down as it did when I rode them in May. So it didn't feel any worse. I can tell you that. That's good. Yeah. The front end on these bikes feels very planted anyway. You know, you remember when we did the mountain ride with that, that street glide that I rented for the day, that was one of my comments is like how well planted the front end was. Right, you were saying that. You know, it's almost sport bike-like in the front end. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. So, yeah. So, maybe just, you know, like I said, more, more control and a little more comfort. Comfort. All right. We like that's our, good to know. We like our comfort. That's right. Southern comfort. We like our comfort. Southern. Well, speaking of Southern, I mixed, missed, jeez. I said, speaking of Southern, I skipped over one little segment where, like we said, we want to say hello to some friends and other podcasters that we we collaborate with and, and speak to offline. And that would be Ted, Tim, and Chris over at the Motorcycle Men. And of course, Kevin and Larry at the Throttle Podcast. Hey, gentlemen. What's up? And thanks, John. I almost missed it. 
No problem, man. <laughs> you know, talking about them real quick. Yes, sir. They both owe me an email. Uh oh. People like, are what? ignoring you again, John. Yeah. yeah. Some bitch. <laughs> I, I guess they don't want to be in the next podcast challenge. You know, Aaron did that too because John was emailing him and texting or whatever, and then I texted him and he responded right away. <laughs> yep. Whatever, guys. No love over here. Ugh, okay. It's all right. <laughs> I know I know you guys still love me. Well, I think. Yeah, what, we do. What'd he say? What was the question? He- <laughs> <laughs> of course, man. Of course. So, so it's talking about love, man. I heard there was a sad day for you. No, not a sad day, my friend. Not a sad day. But I do need to report, since we've been talking about this for over two years now, that my first love, my baby, my 98 KLR has moved on. Oh, no. Where'd it go, man? We need a sound effect for that. That's That, that could be way more dramatic, I think. Do we got one with the peg falling off? <laughs> Maybe this one. <laughs> Something like that. And then you get home and. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I told him about funny. that. I disclosed it. All right. So, well, the funny thing is, one of our patrons, uh, Zion, we talked about him already in the show once before, uh, he was looking for a KLR. And, you know, one thing led to another and it was like, well, I'm kind of thinking of getting rid of mine if you're interested. So we talked about it and I did like a video walk around, sent that to him so he could see the bike and, you know, hear it run. And I kind of talked through things that I knew about it or things that it might need and, you know, what's happened over the years. And, and sure enough, he bought it. So if it wasn't cool enough, yeah, that one of our first five riders bought my first bike, but we, you know, we got to meet him in person. So we delivered it halfway and John went with me and we got to hang out with Zion, have lunch. And it was pretty cool. Yes. It was a pretty awesome time hanging out with him and he's going to be turning into a winter bike. Yeah. That's why I'm not sad because I've really wasn't putting any miles on it. I wasn't riding a darn thing. So it's, it's good to see it go to a, a good home. You know, he's a wrench. He wrenches like crazy and he, his plan is to ride it all winter through uh, the southeastern part of Pennsylvania. So I can't wait. Awesome. Can't wait. It'll be cool. You called him a you called him a wrench. <laughs> is that not a proper term? Wrench, wrench Hogan, wrencher from one wrench. wrench to another. That's not proper. I I guess you know I, it just came across funny to me for some reason. Okay. Well, if it's demeaning, I'll I'll change it. No, no, I don't think it's demeaning. It's just funny. I, <laughs> and maybe it's the beer. <laughs> just it was just funny. <laughs> Made me giggle. What do you got in your your chicken wing sauce? <laughs> I know, right? It's good though. Whatever it is, got some bourbon in there. Yeah, I had a little bit of that earlier today, which is good. Always. Yeah. Hey. Oh, Ricker was. Ricker was showing us uh, his uh, empty bottle, so I was like, oh, you know what? I haven't had any Jim Bean in a minute, so I went out and grabbed me a bottle of that and been sipping on that occasionally. <laughs> so, Rich, we got any other cool feedback? I do, but just, just to circle back real quick, um, not sad at all on the KLR. Like I said, I when I decided to sell it, that's when I made my piece with the bike being gone. So, you know, the whole process of getting it around and, you know, trailing it up there, 
you know, that, that wasn't really the emotional part. I sort of made my peace back when I decided to get rid of the bike. So, but that's all. I'm not sad at all. Whatever. <laughs> Liar. I'm gonna, I did hear there was a, I'm gonna a need sad a face minute. in the house though. I'm going to need a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My, my oldest son, he was pretty sad. And he, he said, I don't know how many times he's like, you know, why, why can't we just keep it? And I'm just like, you don't understand. Like, It's going to a better home. I'm not riding it. I don't even think I put a thousand miles on it in the last year. In fact, I know it wasn't a thousand miles. Wow. You are a slacker. So that's no good. That's not good at all. Away she goes. All right. Another U-turn topic. Thanks, John. No problem. So I was complaining about the yellow flashing hazard light when I test rode the Modus MST. And we had a listener, uh, John Jones, write to me, and he basically said, yeah, you left the turn signal on too long. That's what that is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, okay, I get it. Uh, Why don't they make a self-canceling turn signal? Well, that's what I was wondering. He's like, yeah, they don't self-cancel. I'm like, so for $30,000, I get to turn the turn signal off myself? And you went through the trouble of making it flash this hazard warning at me? Uh, it's kind of like uh, traction control and ABS. You know, do you really need it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't need it, but it's, you know, in nice. in 2016, if I'm buying a new bike north of 20 grand, it better have at least ABS. Some kind of update to it, right? Yeah. You know, it's one of those cre- creature conference, I guess. Yeah. I hear you. Still a cool bike. And regardless of the price, it's still a really cool machine. And who knows? Who knows what might happen in the future? Yeah. One day. Yeah, but he, we'll test drive it again. <laughs> yeah, he he's a cool guy. So we had quite a few emails back and forth. And he has a very early build modus. I believe he said it has number 12. What? 15, 15. 12, yeah, 15? 15. Yeah, let's just say it's not all roses and candy. We'll just leave it there for now. Oh, boy. Do we have to get Lee on the line? We might have to have a chat with Lee when we're down there, down in Birmingham. All right, so we got to get a list of uh, all the uh, complaints John has and uh, take them down to Lee and say, Hey, Lee, you might want to look at... uh, Fixing some of these issues, I'm getting feedback on. Number 15, yeah. Can you hook a brother up? What's up? See what he got going up his sleeve for some of those fixes, I guess. And I think the decision for me personally is, let's see what the Gen 2 bike looks like. You know, let them build these for a couple of years, and then let's see what their next revision or generation of the bike looks like. Yeah, And then, of course, we'll see what the first ones look like in the resale market. Because that's all an unknown. We don't know how these things are going to hold up value-wise. Do you remember um, how many of those things are spitting out a year? Uh, it's Last time we were down there last year, months. Thirteen. they did 13 a month. Yeah, 12 or 13 a month. It's not many. Wow. Okay. But they're definitely selling them. I mean, I see them on Facebook posting all the time. You know, another new owner, another new owner. So, they're definitely selling. That's cool. Yeah, very cool. You know, that's real cool. Especially after, you you know, after your experience on it, you would buy one, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. If I, if I had the coin, that's that's a no-brainer. 
it's just not practical for me right now because I don't have the money to buy it. So it's a non-starter. Right. So yeah, personally for me, if I'm buying a bike this year, it would probably still be the FJ09 if I could scrape together about 10 grand or eight grand for a leftover and then ride that for a couple of years and, and see what the Gen 2 Modus looks like. That's kind of the personal plan anyway. Yeah, that sounds like a good plan. Indeed. Sure enough. <laughs> All what right. else we got, Rich? Yeah, a couple other feedback emails. So uh, right around our anniversary show, and I don't exactly have their name, but I'm sort of discerning this from their email, but I believe it's Connor French. Um, sent in a really nice note about the show. Um, he's been listening for a long time and some cool pictures of his 82 Yamaha Maxim. So I want to put a couple of those in the show notes and wanted to thank him properly for the feedback. Um, he's also enjoys the beer segment, Rico, as I'm sure a lot of people do. Oh, I love it. And he's up in Wisconsin says we have to check out the spotted cow when we get a chance. <laughs> spotted cow. It's, it's on the list. Yep. It's something in that area. So I guess we, you know, they don't, Sound like OMB. They don't send it around, so we got to get up there and check it out. Oh yeah, Bertrand. Yeah, let me add that now. Spotted cow. Yep. All right. All right. Two more quick ones. Also, uh, Jeremy Franklin writes in, and he's been listening to the show from the beginning. Really enjoys the show, and he's going to be at Barber. Say what? Say what? What? So we're going to be at Barber, right? Is that hopefully Say- that's not a surprise to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to, we're, what we're going to barber yeah so yeah we'll, we'll uh, reach out to him when we get down there and meet up and as we said in the last episode if you are going to barber this year you need to find us because we'll have swag and some goodies yeah and if you sign up for the barber shop to support us on patreon we've got some cool things cool things going cool on things. Soaks. Is Jeremy, is he from that area or where is he from? Do you know? He's from Alabama somewhere. I'd, I'd have to go back and check the email. I don't remember. If it's Mobi- correct what you told Mobile? me last night. Mobile, Rich. Yeah, Mobile. Oh, cool. How cool is that? All right. Easy. Cool. We'll be looking for you. Easy ride. We'll be- Maybe he can pick up Kevin on the way. <laughs> right. Stop and wake him up. Be like, come on. Let's come go. On. Loud Pipes is waiting. <laughs> Got to go get that trophy. Well, well, we might be the one sleeping in. Mm. Right? Yeah, Hogan. Yeah, sorry, guys. I'm getting in late. All right, one more little bit of feedback. And actually, there were a couple of these. I just, I don't have the names right handy. But um, EJ Cooker reached out to us on Facebook while the uh, protests and riots were going on in Charlotte. And he just reached out to us to make sure we were all doing okay. and, And really appreciate that. That was really kind of surprising and humbling if that's the right word this week or sorry last week just as that was all going on in charlotte you know several people that listened to the show reached out and just checked in to make sure we were all right and that was super cool it was cool that is super cool, cool. actually yeah i was thanks, kind of guys. at a loss for words yeah so thanks for everyone who wrote in i apologize i don't have all the emails in front of me but ej was on facebook that was an easy one to find <laughs> <laughs> cool all right events johnny john yeah man what's going on anything just just well as we've been repeating through the show barber man so are you guys all packed um uh, uh i got what was the question uh yeah, what yeah uh, right 
Sorry. I think Skype just no. died. Hold on. No. <laughs> oh, hang on, hang on. Oh, then we'll go back to the other question. You got your list prepared? What you got? Pack? Well, I know we need Krispy Kreme donuts. Krispy Kreme coffee. donuts. Coffee. Coffee, right? Fat boy. Fat boys, Ch- right? Chai high. O and B. Copper. Copper. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm ready. I'm yeah, ready. I'm totally all. ready. <laughs> and my boots. I got my boots. <laughs> You're soaked. What boots, are Rico? <laughs> yeah, my soaked boots. Yep. Oh, oh, I I need a couple cigars too. So I gotta get a Romeo and Juliet or something or something other. Yeah, I need to get Find a couple something. too. I've got a couple from the last time we were at JR's, but they're just kind of like laying on the counter. I don't know if uh, you'll want them. <laughs> oh, they're probably all dry. You gotta <laughs> properly take care of your cigars, brother. When you light it, it's gonna be like poof. <laughs> like oh, there goes that. <laughs> quick, <laughs> quick, get some water. <laughs> well, Rico, is there oh. a cigar place in Charlotte? Uh, there's a couple. There is Other than, a couple. Well, no, we're not going to be able to do that. J- JRs. There's. Uh, what about uh, the the grape place down in uh, TK? Oh, the grapevine. Yeah, they got some cigars in there too. Yeah, we could probably swing through there. It all depends on what time we're being able to hit the road and what time we're going to do that. So maybe what you need to do is send me a list of what you want, and I can pick them up before I head to Charlotte. What a good doobie. Or, or, or you know, while we're in Atlanta, there's a couple spots in Atlanta that we can hit up. Are we stopping so, in Atlanta on our way down? Yes, we I heard, are. I heard we, I heard we got to make a pit stop in North Atlanta. Hmm. Pick up something. Something, what was that, yeah. John? It was uh, it was a, a bucket or some kind. <laughs> <laughs> well, John, I heard it was a jacket. John won't let me talk about it, so I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, so we'll anyway, so so I guess uh, that's the closest event coming up. And if you want to plan a little farther out, we'll probably be at Easy Rider again next year, which will be in yeah. January. Yep. So. Yeah, and probably do some more car shows this year. We're going to talk about cars a little bit once in a while, especially as we keep our our weekly cadence, um, which is a nice little transition because we have on our Patreon site a little goal to go weekly. And even though we've gone weekly, it's a little bit short there in the funding category. So I uh, appreciate it if people would take a look at that and consider making a donation to the show. And I would like to thank all of the riders of Loud Pipes for their continued support. Let's call out our first five riders, Marcus, Rickard, Mr. Anderson, Jebby, and Zion. And let's also not forget Micah. What's up? Thank you, guys. Appreciate it so much. My neighbor. (laughs) Yeah, and thank you. And just, you guys don't know about this, but I'll throw this little tease in. I have, for our listeners, our Patreon listeners, a little tidbit that they need to listen to a show in Barber. Because I do have an opportunity for them to get something. What? Uh-oh, what? Right. We'll just leave it there. So, guys, got something coming out for you guys. little challenge for you guys. Okay. Oh, you know what I was thinking? You know, speaking of challenges, we should do some Easter eggs in either the pictures or videos that we do. And if you're watching them, you know, if you spot these Easter eggs, you tell us what part of that, you know, we'll think of something. And if you find it or identify it, you tell us what it was, we'll send you something special. What do you think about that? I think that's a good idea. Yeah. 
You work on that, Rico. I will. <laughs> I got right. this. Yeah, you, get, you take care of that. And I have a, a surprise on our side. Rich don't have a surprise in his bucket. <laughs> Not yet. Well, in, in the meantime, while you're waiting, if you would like a Loud Pipes t-shirt, make your way over to loudpipes.net slash merch, and you can order one of those up. It's a nice shirt at a reasonable price, and that does also provide some support for the show. Additional information, and including links and images, John's going to get as many images as he can into this episode, can be found on the website, loudpipes.net slash 59. You'll also find our usual links there to leave us feedback, subscribe to the show, and follow us on social media. Mr. Hogan? Yeah. Shabila. Kick stands up. Oh, yeah. Let's Time to roll that. out. All right, sorry. You can do that again. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Everybody's <laughs> This has been an RDub Studio production. Check us out at rdubstudios.com, iTunes, or Stitcher Radio.